Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, June 21st, 2021. I'm Rich Trappolino. The White House published a new zoomable mapping tool to view broadband availability and usage in the U.S. based on different data sets from Ookla, MLab, Microsoft, the Federal Communications Commission, and the Census Bureau, breaking out access to household broadband and mobile internet. This tool is not meant to replace existing FCC broadband maps, but to show where Americans actually report using the internet. The People's Bank of China said it recently met with financial institutions and payment firms in the country, urging them to crack down on cryptocurrency trading on their platforms. In response to the meeting, Alipay said it would set up a regulator monitoring system targeting key websites and accounts to detect illegal crypto-related transactions, as well as creating a ban list for merchants involved in virtual currency transactions. News agency Xinhua reports that the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, or ICBC, and the Agricultural Bank of China, ABC, now allow customers to exchange the country's new central bank digital currency, CBDC, for fiat at more than 3,000 ATMs in Beijing. ICBC is reportedly the country's first bank to add full support for withdrawals and deposits of the digital yuan, known as Digital Currency Electronic Payment, or DCEP. CBDC is a state-controlled digital equivalent of physical currency, but the DCEP is programmable money and isn't based on a blockchain. Hyundai closed on its acquisition of an 80% controlling stake in Boston Dynamics from SoftBank in a deal that values the robotics company at $1.1 billion. It's unclear how Boston Dynamics' research wing will operate under Hyundai, but the company has indicated Boston Dynamics will work with its new Horizon studio that oversees its uncrewed ultimate mobility vehicle development. Google clarified that it worked with the Massachusetts Department of Public Health to automatically distribute the Massachusetts Mass Notify COVID-19 contact tracing app on Android phones in the state, but the app was not enabled unless a user turned on the COVID-19 exposure notifications in settings. Users had reported seeing the app, although they were unable to open it or find it in the Google Play Store, with the app only able to be uninstalled by going to the Mass Notify Google Play Store URL. 
Following a recommendation from its oversight board, Facebook will update its community standards to explicitly provide exemptions for satirical content when assessing potential hate speech violations. The company had previously indicated it made an exemption for such content, but the board found the policy wasn't outlined in its official guidelines. According to tax experts interviewed by the Associated Press, ransomware payments made directly by an organization could be tax-deductible, as funds lost through more traditional crimes of robbery and embezzlement meet the criteria of being ordinary and necessary to be deductible. The IRS has issued no formal guidance on ransomware payments, although the U.S. FBI and other law enforcement agencies have issued guidelines urging organizations not to meet ransomware demands. Germany's Federal Cartel Office opened an antitrust investigation into Apple, with a main focus on the operation of the App Store as it enables Apple in many ways to influence the business activities of third parties. The regulator received various complaints about alleged anti-competitive behavior by Apple, including about its app tracking transparency framework, pre-installation of its own apps, the use of Apple's in-app purchasing system, and not supporting third-party app stores. Google announced it will not reopen its dedicated startup space in East London, known as Campus, which had been temporarily closed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Google opened the space in 2012 and operated it at a loss, with Google saying it can now provide support for startups across the UK without a physical space. Researcher Carl Show found an iPhone bug that would disable the device's wireless networking by connecting to the SSID %P, %S, 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 %N with the device only able to regain wireless networking by resetting the device's iPhone network settings. A restart or just renaming the SSID wouldn't do. Security researchers looking at the crash report say this appears to be caused by an input parsing issue. Facebook began rolling out its live audio rooms in the U.S., with the feature now available to some public figures and groups. Hosting live audio rooms is currently limited to the iOS Facebook app, with support for up to 50 simultaneous speakers and no limit on the number of viewers. And finally, Samsung updated its gaming monitor lineup with the Odyssey G728, a 28-inch 4K 144Hz IPS display with HDMI 2.1 and support for AMD FreeSync Premium Pro and NVIDIA G-Sync. The company also announced the G527, a 27-inch QHD 165Hz display offering 400 nits of peak brightness, 10-bit color support, and G-Sync and FreeSync Premium support. Pricing and availability wasn't announced. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show, dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.